Hi, this is Sammy Smiles, and I'm your host, Sammy Vance. This podcast is sure to leave you inspired and with a smile. Now let's get right into it. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to this week's episode of Sammy Smiles. I'm your host, Sammy Vance, and today we have Tessie Ojo with us. Tessie is the Chief Executive of the Diana Award, which I had the honor of being a 2020 recipient of. And she is also, um, I'm sorry, uh, she's also a creative civil a society leader experienced in driving change and redefining outcomes of children and young people. So I'm so excited for this podcast and thank you so much for being here. Thank you so much for having me. It's a real pleasure. I always, I love, I love meeting Dan Award holders. I love meeting you guys, but actually to come to your event feels pretty special. So yeah, it's a great honor. Yeah, this is an honor to have you on here. So thanks. So um, I guess we can get started. Tessie Ojo is the CEO of, Di- of Diana Award, and on- it's the only award after named after Princess Diana. The Diana Award program helps spread the message Princess Diana wanted everyone to know. Young people can change the world, which I love because my quote is, you don't just have to be an adult to make a difference. You could be a kid too. So I think that's pretty cool. Also, Tessie has won some really cool awards, and I'm just super excited to get on to this. So I guess if you're ready, we can get into it. Yeah, let's do it. Yeah, so I was honored to receive the Diane Award in 2020, along with a bunch of inspiring kids uh, from all over the world. So for the people not familiar with the Diane Award, can you tell the listeners a little bit about what it is? For sure. So the Diane Award, which you rightly said, is the only award across the world that young people can get in memory of Princess Diana. And the award really recognizes, you know, like you said as well, Princess Diana believed that young people with the right support can change the world. And we, our aim really is to find young people from across the world who are changing the world just so that we can a shine a spotlight on them b celebrate them and really truly show the world that these are examples of those young people who are changing the world but the third thing that for me what's pretty special is we i always see the diana award as an incubator like it's about recognizing that young people have potential and how can we add value how can we get alongside that young person how can we help be a cheerleader, be uh, whatever we can to do to support those young people, to do much more, to amplify the amazing things that they're doing. That's kind of what we hope to do through the Diane Award. Yeah, and I think that is so cool because the Diane Award has like so many different uh, things involved, such as like kindness campaign, which we'll, or or, um, anti-bullying campaign, which we will get into a little bit later, so. Yeah, um, I wanted to say that I think it's cool that your award is um, not, uh, sorry, nomination based. And instead of the nominee needing to fill like lots of essays and prep, it is instead someone else that they have impacted um, who uh, nominates them, which I think that's really cool. It was a big surprise to me when I was picked and it meant so much finding out who nominated me. Why did you choose to do it that way? You know, that's such a brilliant question and I'm so glad you raised it because we always said from the onset that this is not about walking towards an award. We don't want to give an award to 
young people who work for an award. That's not the point. The point, you know, when we think about Princess Diana, she didn't have to do the things that she did, right? She just did it. She did it because she cared. And so we, what we try to do is retrospectively recognize and celebrate young people who are doing great things without the expectation of a reward. So we're looking for selfless service, that's the word. Looking out for young people, like I said, young people who recognize a need in their society, in their community and go for it and just do it. What we want to do is that people, other people see that great work and then tell us. So whenever, you know, sometimes I get emails from maybe a young person and say, oh, look, I really, I really deserve Dan Award. I always say, actually, if you say that, then you absolutely do not deserve it because that's not the, that's not the spirit of it. The spirit of it is it's got to be selfless service to others. Yeah, and I think that is so cool because it really, I think just the way you do that, I think it's super cool and it does make such a big impact and seeing other people nominate um, these young kids, it's just really cool to see and hear about. So I think that's amazing. Um, my favorite part about my Buddy Bench project is and spreading kindness is meeting new people such as you and interacting with them. It seems like working with the Diana Award would be really rewarding job being able to hear um, so many inspiring stories all around the world. So what is the best part about your job? Such a tough question. Why do you ask me that? <laughs> do you know, I, do you know what? I couldn't possibly, I think the best part of my job, I often say that I have the best job in the entire world. The reason I say that is because whilst sometimes in the media, the media talks about young people from a negative point of view, I get to see and experience the best part of young people. I get to meet people like you who are just incredible, who are, you, who's seen a need in their community and are just making a difference. People who selflessly serve, young people who are passionate, compassionate, just incredible, incredible humans. Being able to do that for a job is literally the best thing ever. So yeah, the best part of my job is meeting people like you. Yeah, it's the same thing with me. I just love to meet new people and interact with them, hear inspiring stories and everything. I just think it's it helps keep me motivated and I think that's really cool. Um, and yeah, even though we do different things, it's cool to see similarities in what we do. So absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Besides the Diana Award itself, you guys also focus on mentoring programs, which I think is really cool, and have a huge focus on anti-bullying programs. Um, though I started Sammy's Buddy Bench project to uh, make sure that no one feels alone, Buddy Benches are also can also be used to combat bullying with kindness. And I think that it is just such an important topic. So can you tell us a little bit about your anti-bullying program and uh, where it is going? For oh, sure. So you're right, because the Diane Award, whilst we're called the Diane Award, um, giving out the award is only one of the things that we do. We, we do loads of other stuff. Like, ultimately, we want to ensure, you know, that quote that we said earlier, that young people have the power to change the world with the right support. We know that if young people are going to be able to change the world, if young people are going to be able to thrive in society, 
they need to they need to live their best life they need to live when they go to school the school has to be free of bullying when they are at home they need to be able to have opportunities to to thrive so we place mentors we, we place mentors in the life of a young person to make sure that they have all the need to thrive. And to bullying for us started really because young people like you often told us about their experiences at school. And we realized increasingly that the level of absenteeism at school was increasing. And the reason it was increasing was because young people were sometimes worried about going into school because of their experience of not feeling safe, not having friends, because sometimes the culture or the behavior at the school was wrong. So we wanted to do something about it. We felt that, you know, one of the things we often heard from adults like myself is that bullying would always happen. Bullying is character building, which I absolutely do not agree. And because we truly believe that you guys as young people have the power to make a difference. We wanted to be able to tackle that age-old problem in a different way. We wanted to give the power to young people to say, we're going to train you. We're going to give you um, the tools and the responsibility to look after your peers. You have the job of being called an anti-bullying ambassador. We will give you everything you need, but then you go back into your school create a team and together change the behavior in your school. And it's incredible because this is what I love about young people. We have so far over 4,000 young people across the UK who wear the badge of saying, I'm an anti-bullying ambassador and they are making change happen. They're doing it. And I'm so proud of every single one of them. One of the things that we see when a school has the program, we see that the students feel happier. They, they always say to us, the school feels like a kinder place to be because it's about support, isn't it? It's about when you're feeling sad or lonely, just knowing that like your, your bench, knowing that there's somewhere I can go. And when I sit there, someone else will come around me and will speak to me. That's incredible. Yeah, thank you. And I think that's really amazing that you do do the anti-bullying campaign because like um, hearing about it, it just fills me with joy. And I know it is helping so many people because a big thing when going back to school, like we are starting um, school, starting back here pretty soon. Um, and a big worry about that is bullying. So I think that this really does help. And I really think it's just an amazing thing. So yeah, I thought it was, sorry, what? I just said thank you. Yeah, no problem. Anytime. Um, so I thought it was neat to be a part of the virtual award program for the 2020 winners. Uh, seeing the special guests such as Prince William and Will Putler was really neat and made it feel special. I'm a pretty big fan of the Maze Runner series and I thought it was really cool because Will Putler plays Galley in um, the Maze Runner movies and I know that he is also a a part of the anti-bullying campaign. So it's kind of cool to see someone that I um, look up to uh, stand up for something similar to what I do. So how involved are these guests with your program? And can you tell us like a little bit about what it is? Sure, so we have, we're so, I mean, it's incredible to have 
so many supporters, people who support our programs, people who believe in what we believe. And from time to time, we, we get different people. Sometimes we ask young people like yourselves, who, who should we get involved? And so for, if you ever saw us run one of those surveys, please do tell us, because we love to get your input into the kind of people that we get involved. You know, we know that it's so important to have positive role models. So we don't necessarily go for just someone who's famous for being in a movie. We go with people who we share the same values. And so Will Potter is one of those that we absolutely love him. He is incredible because he truly believes in the power of young people. He truly, he talks about his own experience of being bullied when he was young and he he often talks about actually that because of his experience of bullying, he actually began to, you know, he felt a little bit isolated and began to write. And that's part of what led him to where he is today. So he's a great guy. I absolutely love having him involved. But we also love to have various people involved who, who share the same values as us. So I will be asking you for your recommendation of who else we should get involved. Um, because it's always a great way to to make those connections. Yeah, I love that. And I think that is just such a cool way to get people involved. And it's just like inspiring to see how all these people around the world can make a difference and how you guys are helping that. And I just think that's really cool. So I love your Monday motivation videos that feature you talking and um uh, sorry, and then one of the past winners sharing some inspiration. I was lucky enough to be a part of one of those Mondays. I think it is important to start your week off right and with um, a smile. So this is also one of the reasons why I started, I post Sammy Smiles podcast um, episode every Monday, and I hope to inspire others. What do you think Motivation Monday, or why do you think Motivation Mondays are important? What? Do you know, that was, that's so cool. You know, actually, do you know what? I love doing it. Like we started doing it last year, just in the pandemic, because we wanted to, we knew that, you know, you guys were in lockdown, particularly here in the UK, all of the children were at home, and we wanted to be able to kind of help you start the week right. We wanted to tell you, but also, you know, it wasn't necessarily about, you know, we've just talked about adults' role, model, role models, but actually you guys are such an incredible positive peer role model to yourselves where we just thought, you know, the best way to help you guys see that even in the midst of COVID with all of the uncertainties, we wanted to just share a story that sets your week right. And so we started it. We started sharing weekly. And I, my team asked me if I would love to introduce. I'm like, yeah, of course. That's like the best thing ever. Um, but I love it. I absolutely love doing it because it just means I also get to know what the young people are doing. I get a month. My team sends me a month's worth. Um, but I do them weekly because I want to be able to just read the story, think about that story, and then I only have 15 seconds to introduce someone. This is my secret. I have to tell, I'm telling you my secret now. I have to do an intro in basically one slide of an Instagram story, which is 15 seconds. 
So when this, and sometimes my team sends me the whole page of the person's story. So when I got your story, it's a whole page. And I'm thinking, how can I do that in 15 seconds? So I spent all week reading the story and thinking about what do I want people to know? What is the most important? If someone was telling me the story of Sammy, if I was in a lift and I wanted to be able to tell someone very quickly your story, and I only have 15 seconds in the lift, what can I tell them that, that they go, oh my God, I want to meet her. And so I think about it all week. And then on Monday morning or sometimes Sunday night, I record my 15 seconds, which I try to do in one take because it's only 15 seconds. So yeah, I love, I absolutely love Dominic. And like I said, I, for me, it's about, if you didn't have time to flip through all of the slides, what do you need to hear that morning? That's like the kick off your backside to make you think I need to do something. Yeah, I think that's really cool. And that's actually really good advice because sometimes I have to like film a video and it takes me a couple of tries to get what to say exactly right or when I'm talking about someone in the video. So that's good. I, I like to, it's a good way to think, think of what would make other people want to meet this person. So thank you for that. That's actually really helpful. Anytime, you're welcome. Yeah. <laughs> So my book is coming out next month. It's called Inspire the World, A Kid's Journey to Making a Difference. And I feel that it aligns with um, what the Diana, uh, the Diana Award mission is. Um, in fact, I actually get to mention the Diana Award a little bit. Um, so I'm excited to tell my story in the format of a book so that kids can hopefully relate to it and be inspired um, and inspire their own journey to make to making a difference. Uh, who knows, maybe they will go to the, uh, go, um, I'm sorry, I'm stumbling right now. Um, but yeah, and um, I just wanted to say that I think, I know that there's other like Diana Award winners that have made books and they're like also inspiring just to see and read about them. So how do you actually choose the winners? Wow, such, you know, it's a, <laughs> That, so we well, that we have a whole process. So we so firstly we have a criteria for which someone has to be meet all of the criteria to get the award. So one of for example one of the criteria is that they've been working on the project for longer than one year. So it means if your project is brand new or something you've only done for a few months, that's an easy no. So there's some easy no's that we give out that we say to nominators. Um, we, offer, we also say that the nominator must not know the nominee, must not be related to the nominee. So for example, your mother, your mom loves you. If your mom sends us an application for you, that's an absolute no. Um, and so there's certain criteria that we set down, criteria that we set down. Now, when everybody then meets the criteria, it becomes a really tough so we are really lucky that we have volunteer judges. I don't have to do it because left to me, I'll give everyone that meets the criteria. But we have volunteer judges who sign up every year. My team trains the judges and they have a process and they discuss it among themselves. And then we, we decide. You know, ultimately, we know that the Diane Award is the highest is the most prestigious humanitarian award that a young person can get 
and it's really, really important for us when we say that Sami is an, a Diana Award recipient, we want the world to know that you are an important person. We want the world to truly believe because you've gone through a thorough process with us. So for us, it's so important that we keep the value and the quality of the award. Um, and every year we look, we review this. So yeah, it's it's a long process um, that we take we do internally. Um, but yeah, it's touch wood, it's a good process. I mean, we got you, so that must be a good thing. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, I think that's a cool insight of what it is like. And I agree. I would do the same thing if if everyone met the criteria, or if like all the people that met the criteria, I would like say yes. Okay, you got it. You got it. Could you possibly say no? I just can't. So I'm so glad the team say that to me all the time. They test it. Don't even look at the forms because you're like, oh my god, that's so, oh my goodness. No, so I don't. Yeah. yeah, I think that's cool. Um, so you also had the Legacy Award coming up this year. Can you tell the listeners a little bit about that? Yeah, so the Legacy is pretty awesome. I'm so excited for the Legacy. I can't tell you so much about what's happening this year because it's all still a top secret. However, I can tell you how we started the Legacy. So in 2017, which was, it was the 20th year of the late princess's death. And so we wanted to, we wanted to kind of create another awards with that, that, that was really about celebrating legacy. We wanted to look back 20 years on, who are those young people? And what are, where are they now? What are they doing? So the Legacy Award was created in some way a, ref, a re reflective award, looking back at the previous cohort of Diana Award holders to see, to look back at those young people who not necessarily involved with the Diana Award, you, you don't have to have set up the project, you can just be involved with it. Legacy was looking really at leadership, was looking at those young people who globally, who had started something and who we have, again, we have a set of criteria, but it was really about young people who were creating stuff, were almost creating another form of legacy out of the legacy of Princess Diana. And, and really it was, how can we, if they've created a brand new legacy in their own country, how can we grow that new legacy? So that's kind of the whole principle of legacy. So we began to, it's a, quite a, it's a reflective award. So in 2017, when we started, we looked back at the award holders from the last 10 years. And we decided it was gonna be once every two years. So we came in 2019, we looked back at the previous two years. And so in 2021, we're looking back at the last two years. So it's always going to be a two-year reflection to see where the journey people have been on. So that's pretty exciting. I'm really excited about it this year. Yeah, I think that's really cool. And it just, it shows all the amazing people making a difference. And yeah, I just love what you guys do in general. So I think um, it would be really cool to uh, meet Princess Diana. Uh, my last question before the rapid fire round is, if you could ask Princess Diana one question, what would it be? Whoa, that's a 
Big question. That is such a big question. So one of the things that I love when I meet her, when I'm with her sons, I often, they often say to me, our mother will be proud of what you're doing and our mother will be proud of the young people. I would love to hear that from her directly. So if I had to meet her, I would ask her, are you really proud of these young people? That would be the question. I like that. Yeah. If Okay, I'd have to do two questions. Um, one question, <laughs> one question would be, how do you stay so true to yourself all the time? And the second one is, what would make you smile? I just thought, I think that would be. How do I stay true to myself? Um, I, I am very intentional in what I do. I'm not one that follows trends in that sense. I'm not, doesn't matter what trend, I just follow me. Um, I, I don't often, actually yesterday on my Instagram, I posted a thing that said, I, I was at the gym yesterday morning. I think it was, yeah, yesterday was Wednesday, yesterday morning. And I saw a sign that said, that was talking about a 12 week transformation exercise routine, blah, blah. And I began to think about 12 weeks, you know, 12 weeks, it's, it's, chunk it's a chunk it's three months you know it's easier to say in weeks it's actually three months but I also realized that actually if you really want to make anything happen you have to put in time you have to put in the effort um but sometimes society tells you that everything's fast quick easy shortcut and I think that sometimes in the process of going through shortcuts you miss out on building yourself you miss out on being the real you because you're always looking for a shortcut. So I truly believe in just following your path. Do not pursue trends. Do not pursue shortcuts. If there's a trend out there, doesn't mean that you close your eyes to it. Think about it and but just follow you. What makes me smile? you guys young people and the incredible work you do i'm literally i smile genuinely i think i smile more when i'm with young people when i'm with adults the adults are great i love adults but i literally feel like i i just get so much life out of being with you guys i love that yeah so that's a great answer and i agree with it so um if you're ready we can get onto the rapid fire round Okay. Okay. <laughs> okay, so I'll just ask you a few questions and you can answer with the first thing that comes to mind. So for the first one, what's your favorite food? Chicken. <laughs> favorite color? Pink. Uh, no. Favorite, <laughs> favorite animal? Puppies. Has to be a puppy, not a proper dog, just a puppy. Yeah. Uh, favorite day of the week? Friday. Because nice I like to play the song Friday. Nah, nah, nah. Do you know that song? <laughs> I don't. Like, I always play every Friday. I bet people are just so fed up. I'm like, Friday. Nah. And so I, did, I, did. So I, I wouldn't sing. I'll stop singing. I'll have to find that song. I'll have to listen to it. <laughs> mm -hmm. uh, would you rather be able to pause your life or rewind? Uh, have a, would you rather be able to have a pause or rewind button on life? Oh, rewind. 
please. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, so would you rather be able to speak all languages or be able to speak to animals? All languages. Yeah, I agree with that. Uh, if I ever visited London, what is one place that I must see? Buckingham Palace. Okay, I, I will definitely, then I will go. Okay, if I go to London, which I really do hope to go to London someday, because like, I know so many people there and then I could meet so many people. Oh my goodness, I just got a, a notification on my screen. Sorry, that was loud. Um, but yeah. And um, where can people find you on social media and like the Diana Award and everything to follow your amazing journey? Sure. So it's uh, where Diana Award is on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, same. It's at Diana Award. And on, I'm on Instagram at Tessie Ojo. And it's just simply the way my name is spelled, Tessie Ojo. I'm a bit more complicated on Insta on Twitter because it's T-Tall, which is too tall. So it's easier to just find me on Insta at Tessie Ojo. Yes, I love that. So make sure to follow her and her amazing journey because it really is inspiring and will put a smile on your face. And um, uh, I guess I'll ask this question one more time, but what is something that makes you smile? Being here with you right now makes me smile. This makes me smile. Like, as you can see, this podcast is really making me smile and I love it. So thank you so much for um, being here today. And I love it, even though I am in the U.S. and you are in the U.K., uh, we are still able to connect. Uh, sorry, we are still. Sorry, <laughs> we are still able to connect. This was so much fun, and I think it's really cool to be able to connect with people from all around the world. And yeah, just thank you so much for being here. It was so much fun. No, it's a pleasure. I've loved. I've loved it. This is like the best half an hour of my day so far. Same here more in this half hour than I've laughed all day because I've just literally been on my computer walking away <laughs> yeah I love but yeah I love this and again thank you so much and I like I said this definitely put a smile on my face and I hope that it did for the viewers and listeners as well uh because I just yeah and um sorry like I said at the end of all my podcast remember that you don't just have to be an adult to make a difference you can be a kid too and I hope this makes you smile have a great day bye